Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Yo, what is up? Happy, happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. I have Sarah sitting opposite me. How are you? I'm really well, thanks, Tally Louise. Maybe I should say I'm happy, happy. Happy, yeah, very happy, happy. The sun is shining. The festive season is here. We have shit in our diary and it is fucking awesome. (laughs) I'm loving life right now. Like Christmas is the best time of the year. I know. It's so exciting. And literally the energy of Melbourne at the moment, like it's so hard to describe, but it's fun. Yeah. And um, to all our South Australian people. Hang in there. Um, By the time this comes out, I presume you'll nearly be towards the end of your lockdown. Yep. I've been there before. It's hard, but you guys have got this. Um, but today's episode, we have the beautiful Lola Berry on, which was super fun. It was so much fun. Uh, she's our friend, so we got to have a little bit of a chit-chat. Not only is she our friend, she does some really fucking cool shit. Um, she's, you know, an entrepreneur, I would say. She's a jack-of-all-trades. She's an author. I think, what? Author, 11 books. Eleven. Yep. Eleven. That's crazy. I can't even write um, one. Podcast. She's got an amazing podcast. She was the inspiration behind starting our podcast. What else does she do? She is doing acting school, so I think we'll see her on a movie soon. Uh, She's a presenter, she's an influencer, an ambassador, nutritionist, a yoga teacher. I don't know what else you are, Lola, but you are freaking amazing. And we literally just had a chit-chat. Literally, she's a mixed bag, and that's exactly what this conversation is. We talk about absolutely anything and everything. Yoga, relationships, business, acting, what fills her cup. Um, It was fun. It was good. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Happy, Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, guys. Welcome, Lola. How are you? This feels so surreal. I'm like, <laughs> I've been stalking you both on Insta for all of lockdown, and I'm like, we're in real life. Yeah. And we're allowed to be. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. I know. So how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I kind of feel like I'm in a whirlwind at the moment. Mm-hmm. Melbourne feels really different because I've been living up the coast in talks. Yep. So Melbs has got a different vibe around it. It almost feels edgier. Yep. Can I, you feel it? I feel like, and what I say to Sarah too, it's like you walk around, like the energy, everyone's really happy. And I find a lot of people have got more compassion for each other. Totally. Yeah. When cool. Even downstairs when I was putting my parking in, somebody couldn't figure out how to do it. And I was like, I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> what true. number are you? 37? Yeah. Yes, here. <laughs> it's true. You feel like you just like everyone went through the same kind of thing, you know, on different levels and you just, I feel like more compassionate towards people. It's cool. But also a better bullshit detector. Am I allowed to say shit? Yeah. Oh, babe. Go for it. <laughs> babe. <laughs> of course. Did you, know, have you, did you notice like you re, you're real mates, you give you really care yep. about and then kind of those fake kind of outside ones, you're like, yeah, I'll see you when 100%, I see you. 100%. I feel that as well. But don't you think like, and you're like this as well, we're all kind of like that but it's just a different level. Like we've always been like that but a different level. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I have to admit through all of it, there was only a few people that I would answer phone calls from because I just couldn't be bothered interacting with anyone else. Yeah. We did a lot of FaceTimes with both (laughs) of you. I call you Spinashi, but (laughs) Spinashi's boss will be like, oh, now we better show this meal to Spinashi. Oh, yeah, the foodies. I love that. You, You find your people in a crisis, that's for sure. Big time. Yeah, 100%. Um, now, for people not listening, we've been friends with you for quite a while. You were my – I remember you used to teach me Bikram yes! yoga. I reckon I would have been 22 – I'm 35 now, so 22. Fuck, I don't, was I teaching then 
Or were we just doing it together? I can't remember if it was before no, you teacher talk, training. You, you talked because you were my body goals. I'd be like doing <laughs> half moon. I'd be like, that's the bot I want. <laughs> so funny. That feels like so long ago. So look, we met at yoga. And then we'd have coffee dates or yes. tea dates. And you'd tell me all about your Tallyloo like plans and designs. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of both been in like each other's journey of like growing up. In yeah, a way. For Yonks, even I lived in Sydney for six years and oh I'd God, always send you that. when a book came out. You Literally, know. we're sitting here now. I was going to say this before, and behind me, over in my kitchen, I've got every single fucking book of yours. <laughs> one more every- coming out next year. Really? Another one? I've been, this whole lockdown, I've written another manuscript. What number? 11. <gasps> 11. I can't even write one book. Uh, it's it's hard. I'm not even going to try and be like, oh, yeah, just, you know, everyone's got a book in them. You know that saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard. Oh, like, recipes slog. or what? No, this one's a, more of a life hack, personal development kind of book. Oh, I it's love It's like that. my journey with mental health. Yeah. It's basically shit that's worked for me in my 20s and in a bid to kind of inspire people that are just like, what the F do I do today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Can you spill a little bit more tea about that? Like, Yeah, whatever you want to know. I mean, I'm on so... I deliver it in two days. So as we record this, it's due in 48 hours. <clears throat> so it's pretty much done. So basically I talk a bit, a lot about failure, success, mm-hmm. um, big chunk on mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I deep dive that stuff too because I'm really obsessed with human behaviour. When I studied nutrition, I actually want to specialise in neuroscience. So I love the brain. So I kind of deep dive yeah. into our brains and kind of how we're hardwired. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so... Hope it goes well. Yeah, so <laughs> when you hand that in, when are you expecting to launch or you probably don't like No, you know it all. So you oh. know it all from when you sign your contract. So I signed my contract at the big, very beginning of lockdown too. Okay, so, so it was be- like July. July, yeah. yeah. Um, it's due fr- this coming Friday. Uh, we shoot cover in January. Wow, it w- it's quick. Yeah, it's fast. It will come out in Australia in September and then the UK, September, October, and then America, November, December. Wow, that's a long year. process, but it's kind of quick in a way. It's kind of cool though because I want the world to be a bit open by the time oh, it 100%, launches. 100%. <laughs> but it's also like I think that's cool. It's your 20s and then kind of seeping into the 30s. I know. And it's cool. Like I've I've talked about a lot of things that I find confronting, like being in my mid-30s and not having a kid or, mm-hmm. and, you know, like so. I don't know about you guys but the amount of people that DM me on Insta like, have you thought about freezing your eggs yet? Oh. And I find it really confronting and so I just kind of. No, I think yeah. it's, it's hard because you're obviously quite large on Instagram and you have a public profile and some people just don't have fucking filters. No, ma'am. And they Forget that there's someone on the other end. I've had the thing about the freezing the eggs and it's like people don't know what you've gone through in the past, like personally on a pregnancy level or whatever. It's fucking rude. Matt, I've had friends that have – I'm taking my headphones off, by the way. They're driving yep. me bananas. <laughs> like, they're sound counselling. I'm like they're noise counselling so they – I can hear only me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, really? No, I can hear you, but oh. you're like, you feel far yeah, I'm away. I'm going to take mine off too. Now I feel like <laughs> oh, I'm just going It's a conversation. This, yes. <laughs> this is the name Come of the with podcast me. Yes. anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Actually, now I take it off. Okay. I was only had them on because you guys said the home. I will <laughs> say... Tala did say, no, no, I don't really like wearing headphones. And you and I were like, you do. And I was the only one left wearing them. Um, What was I saying? You asked something really cool and I took my headphones off. I don't know. About filters and people people saying about eggs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I've got a therapist and I see a therapist weekly. It's my non-negotiable mental health kind of check. It keeps me clear and Mm -hmm. it kind of helps me catch my history of eating disorders, Mm -hmm. OCD. It kind of helps me catch anything that feels – because. Being told that you're getting old or mm. you need to freeze your eggs, it's so triggering. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, for me, I just be like, um, usually I actually call it out. I'm a bit brutal now and I'll be like, guys, can you stop asking me if I'm going to freeze my eggs or not? Like, Love um, that. I do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm 35. Matt and I have decided we're going to cross that bridge at 37. Yeah. Take Deal it off. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that feels really freeing to kind of own your journey a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I've had friends that have gone through horrible stuff and, like, I had um, a really good mate that went through, like, 15 goes of IVF. And I'm like, nobody knows your journey. Exactly. So yeah. don't put judgment yeah. onto – like, I've had people write to me go um, – because Matt and I are like, I, we also can't get married well. I've got a green card. Uh, you know, I'm doing, I don't know if I'm allowed to say I've got yeah. a green card, but we'll just say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because um, you, you, when you get a green card, you've got to go over on your own yeah. single because America has got a lot of yeah rules, regulations, and so we have to wait till I've 
officially oh, got it. You, I never I didn't knew that. that either. Oh, mate, I can tell you anything you want to know about America, the US consulate. You have to get a friggin' tuberculosis test. test oh, and I remember you telling us that, I think. X-ray your lungs. They, like, make you stand between two. It's what? I've got to do it again next week. It's fucking Wait, just to see if you're healthy. Well, no, they're taking literally an X-ray of your because they don't want you leaning on their medical system. Oh, right. Would we want to lean on their medical oof. system, though? No, <laughs> I'm sorry, but would you? But I get it. Like, yeah, I get you know, it. If you're yeah. going to be there and be a permanent resident, I totally get that. Yeah. But yeah. So people are like, why aren't you married yet? This is what people DM me. Why aren't you engaged yet? And I'm oh my like, God, that makes me so angry. And we're oh. so in love and so happy and so chill yeah. and so connected. It's just so interesting that people. And society has got these expectations. Do you yeah. guys get it too? Yeah, yeah, and it's also it's like, why do you guys care? I'm a hundred percent happy. Like, yeah. don't at me because you know it's annoying. Like you said, it's all about being happy too. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I was having a friend a conversation with a friend the other day, and he was like, you know what? I don't even know if I believe in marriage. He goes, why can't you just be happy with your partner mm. and not have to sign just that bit of paper? True. Totally. Although I do, I do have dreamt about oh, like a real. I think we all 100%, have. 100%. He, he, I was, yeah. I saw it came up on my Instagram the other day. Whitney Port. If anyone watched The Hills or The City, yes. her wedding in Palm Springs. I was like, oh, sent beautiful. it to my best mate. I was like, how cool is this look? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still that girl, but at the same time. I don't think you need a label on it. No. I don't think it needs like what matters is your genuine connection mm-hmm. and your like on I call it like an honest love. Yeah, mm. that's what's important to me. Sure, the wedding is fun and amazing and all that, but like that's just one part of real love. It's like t- a very tiny part when you think of what love is. I think. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, so before I just thought then for people that don't know, what do you do? So many weird things. Like <laughs> I'm studying acting full time now. I write health books. I'm a qualified nutritionist, mm-hmm. yoga teacher. I own a coffee company podcast as well, which you guys have been on. My- and actually, sorry to interrupt. You're the reason why we pushed and did this. <laughs> Let's not even get to that because we know what's going to happen. I remember the coffee. I remember the coffee <laughs> date we had and you were like, yeah, I think we want to do it in spinach. Do you care that I just keep calling you spinach? No, go for it. <laughs> spinach is like, yeah, we've got to get all this stuff organised and tell us like, no, nah, we've got to do it. And I was like. Guys, I've got I've got a I've got the solution. <laughs> Matt, boyfriend, is a producer and editor. You're going to be fine. And he's like, had he's such amazing. A, yeah, he's been so helpful. Such, and he's quick too, isn't he? He's yeah. very quick. But you are one of the reasons why we did proceed and go. So thank you. Such a good potty, and it's actually like I know there's a few people in Melbourne doing potties, but I feel like. It's different to all the other. Like it feels like its own little thing. Well, I Is think it? Also, because yeah. I think it's yeah. yeah, thank you. I think maybe too. There's a little bit different. It's because there's two of us, That's and we have quite say. good banter. Someone did say to us the other day. They're like. Sarah, you come through with the really intellectual questions. And, and so I was like, no, nah, she really does. Yeah, because I'm more conversational. It's, so I was like, it actually works. Like, Well, I think it's you guys. Do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And yeah. I think that's what the magic behind Tully Lou as well. Mm-hmm. And I think why not let that spread over into the podcast world? And I think, yeah, it's what makes you guys you. So don't change a thing. I love it. Yeah, it's funny though. Like I don't know if you find this, but like – with positive and negative comments, of course we always get like the neck, you know, when you get reviews and like yeah. someone was like, take the microphones off them. I'm like, oh, my God, who the fuck is this person? I'm going to hunt them down. <laughs> you end up looking at all the negative ones. like not, We all like, get them though. I know, I, but it's like it does hate. hit a little bit and then you're like, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks But anymore. that's like keyboard warriors. Oh, I 100%. Old, so don't even – but like I remember the first few times you get really nervous your first few podcasts. Oh, 100%. And, I, and I'd be like – yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, anyway, and I'd ask the next question and someone's like, I'm going to shoot her if she says yeah again <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, oh, God. even yesterday I was recording a podcast and I ke- I was so into it that I was like, totally. And then I was like, I noticed, I was like, fuck, I think you've just said that for the fifth time. <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. And I say 100%. And he's so I'm like, 100%. I, think I say that too. And I say like, but I... It's just, it's exactly who I am. So it's like, it's Just hard. be you. Take yeah. it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Just go away. I do have a question, Lols. If you could choose one Look, of your... Op- intellectual. I love it. <laughs> sorry, no, I love it. Sorry, I'm, I'm I was joking. about to really curse then. I know my mum's going to be listening, <laughs> so no. Sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> Out of all your occupations, if you had to pick one to do for the rest of your life, what would it be? So 
in the sense what I brings you so much question. joy. Yeah. you are, you're like a mixed bag. Yeah. Such a mixed bag. So my ultimate dream, mm. and I haven't achieved it yet, but I've shot pilots that haven't been greenlit, my ultimate dream is to be like a version of Jimmy Fallon. So oh. TV host, interview people, but have your own TV show where you, you're interviewing I cool love human that. beings. That's the that's why I'm studying acting school. I was I did an audition for Channel 7. It was a pilot and I went for the co-anchor role. Yep. So they literally would bring us girls in against. So they had a male and a female co-anchor. So I came in in the morning. I would audition next to Tim Robards. They'd flick Tim Robards out, bring Limo in. And I'd audition next to Limo and then they'd flick me out, bring Rachel Finch in, flick me out, bring Nadia Bartel in. So, like, you're all against oh my God. Wow. petrifying. And I was so nervous that they were going to give me auto-cue. And so they yeah. were like, this is auto-cue. And I was like, oh, I'm not a good reader. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm so, so I asked for the script beforehand. And so I wrote, learn the script, which means you just learn, commit it to memory, but without putting judgment or emotion on it. So mm-hmm. I just learned the words. It's freaking hard to learn by rote. Anyway. I learn it, sit down, and Limo goes, oh, I don't want to use the script. And <gasps> I was like, okay. And then the set, I was like, it's all right. I've got it for Tim Robards. I'm fine. Sat down. They're like, we're going to flip the script. So <gasps> everything I'd learnt was his lines. No. And so I got out of it and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Called an acting school and I was like, can I please get in for your TV presenting course? I need to master auto cue. Yeah. It's kind of freaking me out. And they're like, it's full. Have you thought about acting? And I was like, that sounds like swimming with sharks. No effing way. Mm. And they're like, well, that's probably a good sign. So I've been studying ever since. That's two years ago. And acting scares me so much, but it fills me up so much. So TV um, hosting and presenting is like, it feels, that feels like it's my purpose. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to flex the acting muscle as well because I've studied it so yeah. specifically. Like I've worked on dialect and I've learned all different accents. And I'm like, I want to be able to use an American accent. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Um, so yeah, but TV hosting will, is my ultimate dream. And that's why I obviously want to go to America and give it a crack there yeah. too. That's really I cool. That's I didn't cool. know that. That's I think the... I did know you wanted to. I remember you saying once you wanted to be a female version of Steve Irwin. Yeah. And so that yeah. kind of makes sense. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. And he is kind of that. But, yeah, I love I love that TV presenters, like re- really entertaining ones, like entertainers. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon comes to mind because I just think he's freaking awesome. But they can hold the space. But yeah. And be funny mm. and then but hold the space for whoever the guest is. And, yeah, I love yeah. it. That's kind of my whole in yoga we call it dharma. Yeah, purpose. of course. Are you quick-witted? No, I wouldn't say I'm super quick-witted. Mm. Well, I know he is. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> and, I, and I keep going, oh, fuck all these hosts. Oh, sorry, this is the airport. Um, All these hosts are either journos, ex-journos yeah, yeah, or – ex-comedians or have done stand-up or come from SNL. So yeah. they've got that mm. real um, improv. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I love to, like, laugh at myself. So I don't think – I think I'd be okay at stuffing it up and pe- yeah. people making fun of me. I'd be very comfortable. But you're yeah. also a good conversation holder. So it's like – I mean, it would take work and it's a ginormous dream, but why not give it a red-hot crack? I love that you said before acting scares the shit out of you, but it, like, fills you up. I think in life that stuff is, like – so fucking important like do stuff that scares you you gotta you gotta you gotta feel the fear and do it anyway you know and it's so rewarding when you do that and it teaches you really quickly like because you can either kind of like go after a dream and be shit scared yep or you can stand back in the self-doubt of like like for me at acting school I'm like fuck I'm 10 years older than all these kids Mm. That plays on my mind all the time and, like, I'm like, I can't go for a lead role now because, like, I'm I'm getting to – in five years I'd be out of the age gap yeah. for getting a lead female role. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, my life's just melting away, especially in lockdown. I was like to my therapist, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, calm your farm. Your dream was always to be an entertainer and to be a TV host. You're mm. getting sidetracked. And so – that's the reason why the acting school is so cool is it just it does build a skill set for TV. Like I can look at different lenses and know like if it's really weird. But when you're on set, you guys have shot heaps of stuff before. Mm. Different lenses mean you're getting a wide or getting mm, in yeah. close. Like they can, I can hear them go, that's a 50 and I'm like, oh, that's a wide shot or that's a 100 that's and you know what the lens is and therefore you can cater to yeah. or you'll have a point or a mark. Like I get all that now whereas in back in the day you kind of – just thrown into it and so now I'm kind of like oh no I get it I understand it and my favorite thing to do is like when I do tv segments so you kind of learn that whole 
skill, yeah. I guess. Because you've done quite a few. Were you on the Channel 10? What was that show called? The Circle. Yeah, I did The Circle. Yeah, I've you... done most of the morning shows. Yeah. yeah. So you've got experience in that and that, so that's cool. Do you know, and I haven't t- said this to anyone, I initially started in a show called 9am with David and Kim, which existed before oh The Circle. Oh, my God, I remember. There's been so many morning shows, but I do remember yeah, that. they renew yeah. every couple yeah. of years. Um, and when they were casting for The Circle, so they fired everybody off, like everybody off um, 9am with David and Kim um, got ended yeah and my second producer pulled me aside and she's like your hat's been thrown in the ring to be a host <gasps> and I was 23 I was really really young she's like I don't know if you're gonna get it but just so you know like I I don't think I had an agent at the time she was like just protect yourself because you got to have it's what you, you're negotiating big deals of course and stuff. yeah and it's hard when you're negotiating yourself you need a manager yeah. or an agent and I was so young I didn't even understand what was going on but nothing came of it other mm. than they kept me in I was the only segment. talent that yep. got carried across. Um, but, yeah, so. It's wild. I'm yeah. hoping a either a TV producer here or one of our friends in LA are listening and you get something out of this. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how cool 100%. that is. Well, you 100%. are a legend for saying that, my friend. <laughs> so you, so you've also got a podcast which is about failure. Which you two have both been yes. on. Yes. And we were on your first Live. First and only live. I don't know. First after. and only. <laughs> we've just been in COVID for like how many months? It made, been me, made me realise how lucky I was to have you guys yeah, on that 100%. live though because that was probably the last live event that I kind of had anything to do with. it was like February and then obviously we all went into lockdown in March. March. Is that when it was? Yes. Yeah, it was February because I remember I flew out to Sydney. That It was February, definitely. Oh, yeah, and I was freaking out because yeah. I was like, she's got to get her a flight that needed. <laughs> I was like, don't Sydney. worry about it, it's fine. And I made it. It was fine. You were very chill, actually. Um, I'm like, if you miss the flight, there's always another one, you know. But you, it's obviously based on failure. Can you tell us something that pops into your mind that's one of, been one of your biggest failures. See, it's today. so funny. I should have prepared for that. Shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. I've walked we straight going, in. We actually, to be fair, we weren't really going to talk about failure because we're like, we just wanted this to be like a fun, fun conversation lot, yeah. because we love you and like there's so much to talk about. But it's important because your podcast is about failure. Yeah, man. I mean, and the concept behind the podcast is like fearlessly failing. And I always have to often say I've had so much kind of like not backlash, that's the wrong word, but I've had pushback from guests that have been like, I don't like the word failure, I don't want you to use the word failure. I've had to kind of coax around and be like, no, no, it's a celebration of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your journey. And, yeah, I've had a few like like big-ish kind of people that were like, you have to change it to the word lesson. No. Yeah, that's right. I've, I'll, I'll dive all Stay in your own lane, babs. But it's like for me, like effing up and failing, I feel like it's just a kind of like standard thing that mm-hmm. happens on the reg. Mm. But um, I mean the big one that comes to mind, I bought out a diet plan and it was a four-week diet plan. We are bringing it out on Boxing Day. You know when you've just had Christmas yeah. and yeah. you're like. Yeah, uh, 100%. Especially in my 20s I was like binge detox. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my life and um so we bought out a four-week diet plan me and my business partner at the time I was living in Sydney so this would have been like five six years ago um and it was like a full week just really wholesome mm-hmm. wasn't for weight loss but we were bringing out on boxing day so we kind of knew that people would be doing strategic. it for that reason yeah, yeah. uh and it was just really wholesome mm-hmm. and one day he came home and he said, what are we going to call it? Lola's four-week plan sounds so boring. And I go, I just eat, I just binged that day a whole block of Marvelous Creation chocolate, Yum. like a family size Yum. though. And I said, I wish we could call it Stop Being a Fat Bitch because that's how I feel right now. And he's like, we have to, we have to shine a light on the way women speak to themselves. Mm-hmm. and so Which we, makes sense. I know where you're going with this, but it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it said, the title was Stop Being a Fat Bitch, Change Your Mindset, Change yeah. Your Life. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was what was on the front cover and it got pulled. Like as soon as it went up within two hours, the Daily Telegraph were like career suicide, mm. well, very current affairs, running stories. Um, all my contracts got iced. And at that age, I think I was 27, like that's my income. Mm-hmm. That was my lot. Like I got had some big um, ambassadorship campaigns. This is like the, more the beginning of kind of like where Instagram was huge. Mm-hmm. And so a, a, a campaign was big, like you yeah. live off that money for a year. Yeah, of course. Um, and everything got iced and it was pretty mental for a, a little while. And there was a hashtag that people made called bin, there? bin the Berry and photos Far. of my books in bins. Yeah, so it was – do you know what? That was the biggest success for me though because I learnt pretty quickly that I had to – one, I had to own up when I messed up mm-hmm. and I had to apologise when I messed up but also like 
on social media, I love social media, but people are ready to turn on you. 100%. Like that. And yeah. I remember health influences that turned on me publicly as well. And I was like, what? That you would call friends? Um, Like good acquaintances. Yeah, okay, like if we cool. say we were all at an event, mm. you'd say they'd be like, oh, yeah, you talk, yeah. You got five good ones. Mm. And then you've got like 15 really nice ones that if you're at an event, you're like, oh, sick, I'm sat next to you. you know, yeah. Like good, good eggs. I would say that good, good people that I always thought were nice. And I still remember the people that stood, stood up for me and it was like fucking five people. So how do you think it, your career's changed since then on how you interact or how you release a new book? What's changed? I think I've just – good questions. You're right. Whoever said that. <laughs> One day it was like, just yeah. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> uh, I think it's more like I've got my own back and yeah. I expect less from people now. Like I have less expectation. So um, even when I – do something on even Instagram, like I know I'm going to get backlash for anything. Mm. I, like I, I'm very comfortable like block, delete, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important, yeah. especially this day and age. And I don't know if you've noticed but during COVID people have been, obviously we all roll in, you know, social media kind of influences worlds. Speak for yourself. No, but like your no, but your all your friends, people that you're friends with, we're all oh yeah, yeah. in your business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we hear about it, but people have been so fucking brutal during COVID. Um, and I know I didn't know that that you could actually block people DMing you as well. Yes, I didn't know you could do that. Very Matt. Matt I didn't know had to do it for me because I was getting smashed. Like, how dare you be promoting a car? Like, just like are you joking? And then like leave Matt. You're not married. He's gonna leave. Like full blown. How dare you not have your eggs frozen? Like the stuff. Yeah. So you can actually. So Sarah, you can actually block people from sending you DMs if you don't follow them. Yeah. So if it's just someone. A random. Block. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's so fun. It's I didn't know you could do it until one of my friends told me. I was like, yeah. fuck, that's actually amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it and I used to get really upset with this chick. She'd always do it at nighttime to me. One this girl. One woman that would just go bananas but like. Give me your handle later and I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know it now. Do you know? Because it was that it was like that's in good. the middle of the second lockdown. But Matt was just like, give me your phone. Yeah. Report. Block done. That is wild that people just I think they can do I, that. Yeah. I don't get the concept of people trolling or attacking people or anything like that, even political views. Mm. Like Tal and I were on a massive oh. rant last night about this yeah. one person and I was just like, oh, I'm just, I don't get it. Why be that person oh, behind I the phone? the other day because I posted um, Biden stuff. I got smashed. What was it? What was it? Do you remember there was a guy, there was a viral video that went around as soon as Biden got. It was oh, a, Biden. I thought oh, yeah. Biden. I'm like, what's Biden? Oh, yeah, my accent was <laughs> too fucking okay. Um, And it was that, um, I think he was a journalist and he was like, today is a good day to be a father and he explained. Oh, yes, I saw that. That was a beautiful Van, that video. Van Jones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. so beautiful. Did someone smash you oh. for that? A shame on you, Lola. Like, I'd be how just like, okay, you yo, unfollow me, whatever. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, but it was the whole like shame on you, and there was like four or five, and then they they get on each other's. Yeah, and they do, and then that person comes back to you. Yeah, I don't want to sit like a cat amongst the pigeons here, but <laughs> are you blown away by how many influencers talk about that? Is it Quanon? Quanon? Spell it. It's like Q-A-O-N. It's like where they believe that COVID is a conspiracy. Oh, all the conspiracy Oh, I don't follow. I don't see. And like there being kids under the tunnel hidden in tunnels. Oh, I've heard. I've seen all of them. I could name a few people that know that. (laughs) Mental. Like, yeah. And I got asked to do an age interview. Like, I don't get the kids in the tunnel though. Someone thought that Dan Andrews, by the way, Dan Andrews, you've done a wonderful job and I know you cop so much shit, mate, yeah. but if you ever hear this, you've done a wonderful job. Yeah. We actually agree. So I'm yeah. anti-Dan Andrews, but what he's done for this state, I'll say it once, never say it again, <laughs> I'm very grateful people and he did in, an amazing job. People will have Christmas things. Yeah. yeah, and I, uh, we're very, you know, but honestly, like, like I said, I'll say it once, never going to say it again, but I'm very grateful to be Victorian. Yeah, and like you said, it's brought people together. 100%. Mm, yeah. And honestly, like for anyone listening that isn't Victorian, it was fucking hard, like hard, hard, hard. I was reflecting on it yesterday and I don't think I've actually acknowledged how hard it was. It was bloody hard. Yeah. And when it ha- when we got out of it, it, I was talking to a friend and we were like, it feels like, and you know, the war was very different, but like 
it feel, felt like we just come out of the war. I'm like, oh, what yeah. the fuck just happened the last you know, seven we, months? We just lived through history. Yeah, oh, 100%. As, as, as globally, we yeah. lived through history. Like imagine being even in America right now. I know like we're talking When's about. When's the end? And the numbers are mental. Mm-hmm. But I think like one of my acting teachers actually is an American, is an Australian but he's an actor over there. Yeah. And he was amazing, like, because he was teaching us on Zoom because the first term that oh, this all course, happened, we're yeah. like, the teacher's like, we're going to make this amazing for you. We're getting people from all over the world. And he was like, guys, you're living through history right now. True. This will never happen again in this lifetime and maybe not the next. Mm. Like, sure, there's black swan stuff. But, yeah. like, um, he was like, try to realise it will be our, it's our version of a war of mm, our true. generation. Great Depression. It's, this is our generation's version I have a question and yeah. you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Yeah. Speaking of um, America and travel and everything, would you have the vaccine? Controversial so, topic, I know. Totally. Um, so I don't know that I'm going to get much of a choice in the matter because mm-hmm. You'll have to, I think. Potentially, although just will depend on time. I think it will depend on timelines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what will happen if you don't. Because obviously they're saying you need the vaccine, but we, I mean, we don't even know the rules. But it's not they, out yet, though. It's no, way no. Off. It's a couple they think off. it might be start of next year, but they're saying if you are traveling, you have to have it. But then hopefully there'll be another rule that you just have to compulsory quarantine. Hopefully, yeah. I, don't I know. mean, to get the green card alone, I had to have eleven vaccinations. Did you on the spot? What? We're not, we're not yeah, anti-vaxxers man. at all. I think it's yeah. just with us, we're like, oh, it's rushed. But then, as if they're going to bring out a product that. Look, I think. A friend of mine has a wonderful saying, and she's a naturopath. She's my best friend, mm-hmm. Andrea, if you listen oh, to Oh, yeah, I've met her. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, she always used to be my, like, date to the races yeah. and stuff. Yeah. She's very tall. Yeah, six foot, <laughs> yeah. six foot, gorgeous thing. And um, she's a naturopath. And she's like, if it if it means the freedom to go and travel in my yeah. favourite parts of the world. And even with me, I was freaking out before I had to get on my vaxxers for the green card. And a good trick, if anyone has to go through this, because of our age, most of our vaccinations aren't online. Like, any kid oh, that grew up mm. from like oh my god of course yeah we have we actually have what's called a baby book your parents will have yeah. it yeah and um so I actually went in and I said can you take a blood test to figure out my a friend of mine's a doctor and he's like just go in and get the blood test for your antibodies oh. and they do a blood test and they can see everything you've been vaccinated against that's so brilliant I didn't know I actually got out of a couple as a result of that did you yeah because I was already covered because the ones that you get at birth, a lot of them you don't, you only need one it's in a lifetime and at school you would have had your 10 boost, you would have yeah. had your boosters oh, yeah, of course. and tetanus yeah. and everything. Yeah. Interesting. So did you say this before you're a nutritionist as well? Yeah. Yeah, so you studied. Yeah. Yeah. I did a Bachelor of Health Science majoring in nutritional medicine. Okay. Nerdy. Yeah. Do you still use that? Yeah, man, I've still got clients. Do I you? Zoom clients. Yeah, 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 throughout oh. lockdown. Yeah, um, I st- I right before lockdown, I was practicing one day a week in St Kilda because I missed it. Yeah, that sounds like a really weird but that one on one of. But it was really interesting. Most people would book like literally eighty percent would book in and go, "Can I not have nutrition? Can I have life coaching?" And I was like, "I don't know what I can do other than tell you whatever's worked for me," which is kind of why the book has. I was just about to say, oh, yeah, sense. yeah, people want to know how to like write a book or how to. That's why I asked you if you could choose one occupation because. Every job you seem to do Sense brings you, feeling. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I just think I um, interviewed this wonderful guy called Dennis Walter on the podcast. Three AW, tell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who he is. I <laughs> you, love yeah, Sarah him. fucking loves Three AW. Dennis has got the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in the world. But he knew from fifteen that he wanted to be a singer. He wanted to work in radio, and he wanted to work on the news. He's done all three. Has wow. he? He's a, he's one of the he's the most no. Oh, like, Dennis Walter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carol, sings yeah, 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 yeah. I know who he is. Um, Three AW the last twenty one years, and then he did Win News for sixteen years. That guy did everything he set out to be. And I said, oh my god, it's so inspiring to hear that. Yeah. You don't need to just niche yourself. Do one thing. And I had a meeting the other day because I've been auditioning and trying to live the actor life and they're like, oh, do you just want to be an actor now? And I was like, hell no. No. I'm not going to niche myself but Mm -hmm. I'm also not going to close myself Mm -hmm. off to the experience that being an actor can bring. So as long as it kind of like feels good in my heart, sign me up. Okay, so another question we've asked a few people and now I'm intrigued. What would you put on your customs card as an occupation? I always have to put usually – well, so my – Good question. Um, so if I was just travelling for fun, I always put nutritionist. Okay. Um, just because easy and Americans love that. They're like, oh, welcome. Yeah. We mm. need more of you. Yeah. Get through. And I'm like, great. 
Um, but uh, because I want to go over and work in the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, it's hard. You can't. I've written entertainer oh, you do? as well. Okay. I've written. Oh, because look, you got a visa. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually written everything I want to do to cover mm-hmm. myself. And like you have to, you have to do all this stuff like swear on the, like you have yeah. to go in swear on the bar. Anyway, um, I don't know if it's whatever the hell they have to swear on. The oath. You do the, the oath. oath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like when I did, there was all frame photos of Trump everywhere. Shut up. Because you've got to go on sovereign ground. Like, Oh, yeah, of course. We've done you... that at the visa place. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to have a TV show. And like I just covered everything. Yeah, because you don't so, want to lie in those things. Yeah, I just said everything. He looked at me like I was crazy. So intimidating that <laughs> yeah, place. Yes, very intimidating. You haven't done the you've done the Melbourne one though. Yeah, haven't you? Sydney one is. I've heard net. it's worse, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's got guns. Or Shut up! Everything gets taken off you. Matt met me because we flew up to Sydney to do it together. He just wait because you get off at an elevator and like one certain level is the consulate, uh-huh. and he was like, "I'll just wait for you." And the security was like, "You cannot wait. You have to mm. leave." Yeah, and so he had to wait downstairs in. Um, What's it, like what's the main the lobby? Area? Martin Place. Martin Place. Yeah. Wait, okay, thank so you, Matt's you, in entertainment as well. Yeah. Is he planning on going to America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I, you guys are like a little duo. I reckon he's going to lose his mind. Has he not been New there? York. He hasn't been to New oh. York. He's done LA and yep. Coachella and yep. that whole kind of like. Party vibe. Party. Bo- yep. Yeah, he used to be a real party yeah. boy. And um, no, I reckon he will flip his I fucking lid. love it. Sarah wants to move to New York. I love, love New York, but I just don't know if I could live there. I don't know. So I know I have to be in LA first for work, just for opportunities yeah, and auditions and stuff like that. But I think the energy of New York, I think Matt's going to love. Yeah. And I could see my if I got to show up, it would be so sick to film it in New York. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I'm I'm really comfortable being nomadic. It's my whole vibe. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know, you run a business with your boyfriend too. I do. She's sipping it right <laughs> I now. Am. I pay I with have my own t- sachet. <laughs> I would have one like bad. I got some. I would have one too. But I've already had like a triple shot. And it's too early yet. Good but, girl. Oh, I'm bad. How do you find that? Because. I'm working with my best friend, we have some challenges. So we spoke about that on the podcast. <laughs> we fact, did actually. I think everyone knows about that now. No, but it's awesome. But do you guys have challenges? Like, what's one thing that first? Tell us about the product. Oh yeah, true. Oh, so yeah, it's specially grade coffee. Uh, so it's roasted here in Melbourne. We get it made instant through freeze drying. So no chemicals, no anti caking age, anti caking agents, and then we add medicinal mushroom lion's mane to mm-hmm. it, which is really kind of like. The, I call it like the limitless, if you've seen that Bradley Cooper movie. Mm. It's like the limitless of the mushroom family. So it's mm-hmm. a nootropic. So it works on mental clarity, focus, memory recall. And can this is one thing that my mum, she was like, I'm not having that. I want to taste mushrooms. I'm like, you can't actually taste it. You can smell it when you open the yeah, sachet, you but can. there's you no can't. It just taste. tastes like coffee. It's it just, beautiful. It almost tastes like a really nice filter coffee. Yeah. That's what I think. I've, I love mushrooms and we make this hot chocolate and my mum refuses to drink it. She's like, It's Ugh. the thought, yeah. It's I'm like, it's actually, you can't taste it. Even my dad's like, I'm like, Dad, you've got, have you been having your little coffee? Oh, uh, well, I had. <laughs> Isn't that funny, the older generation? Yeah. He used to never read my health books. I know this is controversial to say this now, but anyway, back in the day, he would never read my health books. He's like, I was reading in Pete Evans' book, This Recipe. And I was like, how funny you won't read your own daughter's health Look at Pete Evans now. I know. Yeah, I I know. That's true too. I know, 100%. No, but going back to the coffee, so you're more alert. So it's more of a morning stimulant yeah it's kind of like um yeah a real brain tonic we take it throughout the day i try it this will be my last coffee of the day i Mm kind of stop at the middle of the day at Mm -hmm. lunchtime matt is italian so he could have it at like midnight right before bed yeah. and be like no probs mate uh but yeah we have it both of us have it daily we love yeah. it but yeah it's a focus coffee can i just ask with coffee obviously if you have too much coffee it's bad for your adrenals does the lion's mane help with that great, like the balance great question lion's mane is more, generally used more for brain okay. and um a little bit for immune, but we haven't said any of that because of COVID stuff. We don't yeah. want to oh, yeah, seem like we're branding. It's a yeah. Denial. Do you think you'd add any other mushrooms? Like, what's the one for the adrenals? Ash reishi. Ashwagandha. Yeah. Ashwagandha. But reishi is the king of all yeah. mushrooms, yeah. so that's great. So, as would well. you ever consider adding? We've been another? trying. It just it product development. You would probably know this yeah, for all your stuff. Takes Pro- a while. Ah, oh, ages. But yeah, Matt is like a little mad scientist. He actually used to be a food scientist. Fuck off. Yeah, Matt did. Yeah. What? 100%. And his work ethic is so much better than mine. Like I'm more like, I've got this idea. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like the 
We've had this discussion, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. passionate. He's like this like steady workhorse and he's like definitely we always say Matt is the MVP mm-hmm. and now we've got a third business partner, Rob, and he's like, Lola, you're the evangelist. And I was like, Evander, what? <laughs> and he's like basically you get people excited about the product. I was like, I'll take that. So like if I'm annoying Matt, I'm like, I'm an evangelist, all right? So <laughs> I'll do an Instagram me- post for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I run the Instagram but – yeah, it works really well. Like we've got a nice balance. Matt is kind of like super yin and I'm very yang and mm. so we bizarrely bizarre mesh yeah, yeah. in every way. Like we're like two little peas in a pod but like I'll be like, am I driving you nuts? He's like nuts. Absolutely not. He's just so casual about it, Sarah, and I'll be like, he's so calm. Yeah, he's calm. So Bless calm. His- is there any – you don't have to say this, but there, have there been any arguments or any like none? Nothing. Shut he up. Is, he, another thing about Matt though, it's worth mentioning. He's got this quiet. Watch out because oh, Matt does edit our podcast. Say, watch what you say. <laughs> he's got no. He's no. It's a compliment. He's got this quiet confidence. Okay, it's like the what do you call it? Like big dick energy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably cut that part out. But he's got that like he can walk into a room and have his own back. He's yeah, got that true. sense yep. of like he knows who he is. He's willing to kind of like own that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, even though he's like very soft and gentle, he's got this like almost like fierce con- confidence, which I love. I love that. That's a really good quality to have. Yeah. You yep. would notice it when you ha- sit with him. You don't realise it until you're halfway into a conversation with him and you're like, oh, hang on a sec. What, you know? How did you guys meet? Oh, my God, Bumble. Really? It gives us hope. <laughs> Bumble. And then I had an anxiety, like I fully had a panic because I'd been I, so shit with boy. Like I just had no, hadn't caught up with anyone mm-hmm, on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Like dating apps dates. are fucking hard. Yeah. And like people are like, I'm going to meet you this time. And then like an hour before Soz, like yeah. so annoying. And it's also very hard to have a conversation with someone on Bumble because it's like, I mean, you, it's some people are very hard. Oh, it's not like it is. Not fun, but we were both each other's both first Bumble date. Oh, okay, well, that's perfect then. In real life. So we both hadn't been out with other people and therefore it was kind of like a clean slate. But I got really nervous. Like he messaged me at like 6 p.m. I remember I was walking. I'd just done a hyperbaric chamber, which is like an oxygen chamber, and then a sauna. So I looked like death. Basically, I look really bad. Messy bun, sweaty as anything, red face. And he's like, come and meet me at Neptune. I'm, you know, having, which is a place in Melbourne that he loves. It's like his favourite. Anytime he's down here, he's like. Oh, yeah, I saw him the other day booking. I'm like, <laughs> four o'clock dinner, that's early. He, he just wanted to get into oh his favourite really place. Um, and then, yeah, we, I got really nervous and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to come. Like, I don't know. And I, Three hours I kept him. He was there with his friends though, so I was walking into like him with two mates. And that's also a little bit awkward. So daunting. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. And it was down the very back of Neptune. I love Neptune, yeah. All the way through and I was like – but I kept him waiting three hours and I remember I wrote, what if you're not nice? (laughs) (laughs) And he wrote, lol, what if you're not nice? And then he goes, we're going to have a safe word. If you say the word pineapples, I'll put you straight into an Uber at any time during the night. And I was like, okay, he's a legend. And then I went up to Neptune and then – we ended up at 161, but not partying, just like because his friend was DJing. Ah. So we went to watch his friend. He dropped me home. It was all very civilised. Didn't even kiss on the first. Oh, my God. Cute. Night. Yeah. That is really cute. Now, Matt is a pure Italiano. He is. And his family obviously are too. Um, how is it stepping into an Italian family that are feeders and you're, so, you're health conscious? How have you found that? So this, it's so interesting. Like I love so much about the Italian culture. Yeah, it's like, a good yeah passion, mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. real food. It's actually very clean and healthy food if you navigate the gluten. Yeah, because <laughs> you're gluten free, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Family orientated, like amazing. Yeah, it's a, it feels very like nurturing mm-hmm. and very. But I've grown up the opposite way. Like my parents got divorced when I went to prep. I've Always had two Christmases, two Easter's, like yeah. used to going back and forth a week at mom's, a week at dad. So seeing Matt's kind of like family dynamic is the opposite, literally the opposite to my family dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I love the way I grew up. Yeah. And so I, I noticed like it's so different between two of us. So I love it. I definitely feel sometimes like challenged with the food stuff 100%. Mm-hmm. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. But usually the cool thing is because Matt does have that quiet confidence, he'll just be like, don't touch that, Lola, and he'll just knock it off my plate or he'll, he'll like, Take make sure it, yeah. that they can't put they, <laughs> that, that um, gluten's not put yeah. on my plate because it's 
You can't say no sometimes to like Italians. I went I went down to the farm last week and I didn't want lunch, but hello, I end up having two bowls of soup and coming home with a whole bloody pan full as well. And I said to Dad, I said, I can't come down here. You they they all feed me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rolling home. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously though. And like having a history of an eating disorder, like it can be a bit triggering Mm. too. So Matt, I've got to say, like, Matt's been so That's wonderful. Good. And my therapist. My therapist says to me, never eat to please someone else. Oh, I like that. Eat for you. And he's like, and the moment you do it, because if you're eating to please someone else, you're oh, like, oh, what if that course. person thinks? What if? And so that's a really it's good mantra for mm. me. And so if I'm just like, no, I don't feel like it, thank you. Like I, I'm getting more confident. But that would be because Matt's got the confidence and he's teaching that to mm. me. Because I'm a bit of a people pleaser. Yeah, I find I'm pretty good like that. I can say no, but there's been some circumstances where I'm like, because I've got the same history as well. And you just like, and then once you eat something to please someone else, then it gets in your head. Yeah. And then it makes it more, makes it worse. I find that with drinking. Do you drink? Yeah, but I've never, it's never crossed over with my booze. Really? And um, I've always been, I think, because when I lived in Sydney, my roommate was best friends with Sophie Monk, who drinks. Mm-hmm. Of and course. She's very open about that. Yeah. Um, and she would always say, I've always been able to eat really healthy, but still drink. And so I, I think seeing that at kind of like when I care, was going through like coming out of the eating disorder stuff, I was like, oh, if I need to drink. So I've yeah. never had hang ups with drinking yeah. and it affecting. Mm. The way that I eat, I've always been like, well, if you're going to have a fun night out tonight, you're going to eat well tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's the deal yeah. and that's the payoff. Uh, so I think I learned that from her. I don't think I can take credit for that one. Yeah. But good. I remember when you used to have um, stevia drops in your bag. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> for my coffee. No, it was like the big – remember Karen and I yes. used to have the big ones. And you'd get all the different flavors. Do you remember yes. you get the toffee flavor? Yeah. I actually don't use stevia anymore. I was – the reason why I had – I was obsessed. It was like an obsession. Yeah, I went through the same stevia. Yeah, so we'd go phase. get coffee and have to put stevia in it. i actually proud to say I don't use it anymore. No, I don't – I use a little bit of monk fruit sometimes if I want to sweeten like a chai. Oh, I use yeah. – actually, that's a lie. I use it in my hot chocolate because cacao is so bitter. Yeah. But in my coffee, I had to like get myself off it. Yeah. Because um, it leaves that metal kind of taste. It does. And, and then it doesn't dissolve it. properly and it was annoying. Yeah. But I was so addicted to that. Um, I, I did remember. Carry, yeah, I, remember. I did. I used to carry it all the time. Karen and I were like obsessed. <laughs> so good though. That's funny. That funny yeah. memories. It is. That is actually really funny. <laughs> now I have a question. If we were walking down the street. Yeah. And someone yelled out. Hey, Lauren Smith, would your hen turn? Uh, I went to school with the Lauren Smith. Sorry. Did you? Yeah, yeah it's such a common name. Um, usually if someone says Lauren, I won't turn around, not because they're not wanting to, I just don't, it doesn't register for me. Really? Yeah, I, like I've been Lola since 18, so. So why are you called Lola? My first boyfriend had a sister called Lauren and he was like, I cannot be dating and sleeping with someone with the same name as my sister. He's like, can I please call you Lola? And I was like, that sounds cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no worries. And then I worked in fashion at the time and my um, friend that I work with would always come in and go, how's my Lola Berry today? And that's where Lola Berry came from. So it was a nickname that stuck basically. Really? Mm. Because I saw you do a post about that recently and I was like, Lauren Smith, she doesn't look like a Lauren Smith. I always forget that like Lola's not your – yeah, I always forget. I actually did go to school with a Lauren Smith and a Laura Smith. But I do. I forget too. Like it, my parents both call me Lola. If dad's like off me, Lauren. Or you're in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah Lauren. Yeah. Um, but mum never. My brother might sometimes say Loz from when we were little, but yeah. most people would just be like Lola. Really? Yeah. Would you I ever change your name legally? I looked into it actually. <laughs> I looked into it when I was DJing when I was 19 because like my DJ name was Lauren Heaven and I was like, I'm going to change it legally <laughs> by default. What a dickhead. Um which I didn't, you can't get a loan for five years and not that I need one right now, I just wouldn't want to, and also paperwork. Yeah, not too much work. And it's only paperwork that you have to fit, like your passport and stuff oh, like you that. You change it once when you get married anyway. That's, that's enough, true. Isn't it? Yeah. So what, do you think there's any misconceptions about Lola Berry? And if so, what are they? Um... Most people when I do a talk, like when when mm-hmm. I do things in real life and there'd be an audience, they'd be like, one, I didn't didn't expect you to sound like a bogan. That's mm-hmm. like the most common. My accent isn't as bogan now because I have literally done two years of vocal work. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I remember the day one of my voice teacher, I was like, I don't want to lose my bogan accent. I love Steve Irwin. I want to sound like this. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> 
good one. He was, he was like, <laughs> mm, cute, but not going to happen because an Australian accent means that your jaw's really tired and it's really, really lazy. And because I've done so much jaw work now, yeah. I articulate better and I probably sound less ochre. Uh-huh, okay. Um, but so usually people go, you don't sound like how you look. They're like, we expected you to oh, yeah, sound okay. different yeah. to what you look. And then the most other thing, the most common other thing is people go, I didn't expect you to be so real, which I would take as a big compliment. Yeah, I think that is a compliment. So maybe that, and I'm a grub. I'm real. Matt will tell you, he will testify. What do you mean a grub? Like I wash my hair like once every 10 days. Do you? Yeah. I probably wash my hair once a week, but my hair's pretty fine. Oh my fine. God, guys, I wash my hair like, like, Every second day. Yeah, my hair's Only fine. Only because when I work out I get sweat. Like I get sweaty. Same. And Same. I got no qualms. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, no. I just like, you know, like when my hair starts feeling like real, oh, I just can't. It's like an OCD thing. I actually feel like I'm not a girl. Like sometimes with that stuff. Like Matt's like, how did I end up with someone that farts so much? Like I'll fart <laughs> on him and like maintain eye contact. Like I am such a grot bag. Well, and that's going like, back to you being real. So yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> he's the opposite. He's like this prim and proper. Like he'll spend, we'll go, be going out. He'll spend longer getting ready than me. I'm just like whack anything on. Boss will, really? Boss. Oh, yeah, boss. I'll be like, boss, you look really handsome today. And he's like, I know. Oh, yeah, remember when he was like, I started using skincare. <laughs> yeah, we use Grown Alchemist together. He's like, oh, my God, I went there yesterday. Have you been to the oh, new I've, retail did, lab? I'm going on Friday. Oh, my God, it's absolutely beautiful. Did you get the drip? No, because the nurse wasn't there. But Damn it. Um, I want to get the drip. I didn't realise when it was an Australian company. Yeah, I really want to get if the drip. If anyone's listening, um, Grown Alchemist just opened a new retail lab in Carlton. Yes. And I went in and got educated on the whole brand and it's actually amazing. They have this, I mean, you'll learn about it, but um, an air filter system yeah. that purifies yes. the air. Yeah. This stuff's incredible. You can get David Jones too if you're not yeah. in Alps. It's real I'm obsessed with the detox serum. It's really oh really? Good. Oh I got that. It's so good. Yeah. Keep it in the fridge in the summer and then Really? And the to- did you get the detox toner? No, I've got to go back. I'm just being a bit more aware of what I'm putting on my skin because it does yeah. Not yeah. that I don't, but just more natural products. I get that. It's pretty clean though. Like It's very clean. Yeah. I Actually, if you go, you should get the sunscreen. They've just bought out <gasps> a vegan natural sunscreen, oh, which is boom. actually, it, I, said, I think it's the first in the world. Oh, that's my shopping list. And it's 30, SPF 30 plus. It smells amazing. Mm. I wouldn't have known that sunscreen isn't vegan. Well, it's natural, natural and vegan. So there's no, all sunscreens have chemicals in them. Oh, you'd be surprised. I know, good question Mm. on the vegan thing. Vegan sunscreen is a marketable thing. So I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's crushed beetles or whatever. But but makeup is often not vegan, Yeah, for example, to get the colours and the pigments. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You would know even like dyes and stuff, Mm. like you've got to get shit tons to make it plant-based. Yeah, but it's a good sunscreen. I have a question because I I don't know the answer to this, obviously. Mm. Mm. How did you build up your social media and your profile? What came first, like you had- the chicken or the egg? <laughs> yeah, great question. Uh, I started morning TV, as you guys mm. know, and so as I started in morning TV, Facebook launched. So I, when I first started in TV, it did was it? MySpace days. How did you oh. get into TV? Like how, cold how- call, f off, really? Dead set, just called up. We're like, do you want? I was living on the Gold Coast, and we were like, do you want to put a Aussie girl? So I filmed an online series called Fruits and Roots. So mm-hmm. it was like where I'd be like, it's on YouTube, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, this garlic is great for your worms. Pop it up your bum. Like I literally <laughs> said that on a um, – If you want to check it out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do like a demo or anything, don't worry. But um, uh, and, and when I was filming that online series, someone literally thought that it was a porno because of the name. Yes. Wait, what was it called? Fruits and Roots <laughs> with Lola Berry. And they were like, this is – you." That's, that's totally a pretty good porn name, Lola Berry. <laughs> I know, right? Watch out. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, we just cold called and we were like this, you know, young girl, I think I was 22 at the time, um, using the internet to spread a good message and to kind of teach people about health for free because it was just on YouTube. Ah. And then that's how I got on morning TV and then as soon as they called cut, they were like, can we sign you? And then I signed to the Channel 10 show, 9am with David and Kim. So that, and wow. then from there, that's how you gained a following. Oh, yeah. So then as as uh, TV is still king in Australia, mm-hmm. in America it's more like on, uh, online Netflix stuff. stuff yeah. yeah. But in Australia old school media still works. And But then, um, yeah, you would just anytime you would go on TV, you, you just, everything would blow up. Your website would blow up. Your phone would blow up. Your followers would blow up. Everything would go It's not like that anymore. 
No, and I think every second person's Insta famous. So even if, yeah. even if you did have followers, like, great, but how yeah. did you get them? I could tell you how they're getting them, fucking yeah. tits and ass. Yeah, Sorry. and buying them, heaps of people yeah, buying true. them. Like there's so it's just all different now. But then mm. so I just grew with it organically. Anytime something launched, like I remember when Instagram launched and I was like, sweet, I'll just set up a profile. I just was very – I felt like I was just very flexible and I'd just go with whatever – um, was kind of like the new thing. Do you use TikTok? I do. I'm not as good at you at dancing as you are. Uh, <laughs> I haven't my been on friend. TikTok for ages. Um, we've watched a lot of your TikToks actually, oh, Boss and I. Fuck, how embarrassing. Um, <laughs> that was during lockdown. <laughs> no, it's so good. But, yeah, I, was, I used it much more during lockdown and when I wasn't writing a manuscript because yeah. um, they take time, man. That's they an do. investment. Do you know what? I've, like, I haven't been on TikTok for Like I watch TikTok sometimes but I haven't recorded anything for a while. It's It's hard. Like – you, I saw you rehearsing so much. Yeah, it's hard. you know who I had on the podcast who you should get on yours, um, Jeff Vanderzan. Oh my god, he's hilarious. Get him on. I had him on my pod. Did you? Oh yeah, I saw yeah. That. I can connect you if you want. He's a apps like humble would, as anything. Sarah wouldn't know who he is. I was I about to say, video, who that? He's from Melbourne. Scomo. He you know the Scomo where he's like, and it's like Karen, Karen, or whatever yeah. that chick's name, and he's like, that's and, actually our family friend. Really. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's in the, this video though. It was a different name. It was like, what yeah. was it? Scomo's like saying this lady's name that keeps uh, a journal that keeps asking. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you meant Karen, the one that did all the Brighton. lights around Brighton. That's a family friend. Got it. No, no. So there's this video. Of, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, yeah, I do too. We'll show you after. He's fucking hilarious. Get so he home. edits that. And makes it funny, does he? Yeah, so he worked. He works actually in marketing for theatre and obviously that all shut oh. down overnight. So he was like, I'm just going to Does he make fun. money? Yeah, he owns a marketing company for... TikTok. No, 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 for the, like theatre shows. No, but like does he Hamilton. make money from TikTok? Now he does. Yeah, yes. okay, okay. But huh. he didn't when he, he just did it for fun and he's obviously he, – He's very He started funny. at Dub Smash though. So you know the Dub Smash day? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, he is – and he's really good at kids. Like watch really? his kids' videos. Very funny. Huh. He's You'll have to follow him. He's so funny. I'll send it to you both straight after this. Please yeah. do. Yeah. Do you have any other questions for Lols before? No, I don't. It's gone so far. No, it's no. Been, we wanted it to be like conversational and just like hit us with everything. And I think we I kind of nailed it. it. Yeah, but I still have my little – Yeah, Sarah has a segment – Food segment. <laughs> Tully is rolling oh. her eyes as she says, and Sarah's like got her paper in front of her. This ready. might be people's favourite segment of all the podcasts. I don't know. Do people get towards the end? <laughs> don't know. Comment below. I guys. find it interesting. No, I actually do. I find I think with this segment you can really like pick person's personality. But I think foods. you can too. I'll oh, bring it on. <laughs> I'm ready. So. Not calling it your last meal, but your ultimate meal, entree, main, dessert. Throw in a cocktail. And, and a cocktail as well. That's my little Okay, same. I have to say espresso martini because that was my nan's favourite and she oh, recently, you messaged yeah. me, she recently passed away. Sorry. But right, well, thank you. She was such a legend. I've got a little ring on around I my thought, neck. I was looking at that yeah. before and I was like, I think that's your nan's. Yeah, but it, right up until she got really, because I, she took a real turn probably in the last six months, but right up until that, we'd always go visit her and take her out to lunch. And without fail, she'd order oh an espresso my- martini. No way. That's so, that's actually <laughs> fucking chic to buy. 89 years oh old. Oh my, I'd be like this, like shaking. Yeah, we should get her that's food, chic. sipping on her espresso martini. So I think forever that's now oh, going to be my legend. favorite thing. I love that. I've got to try it with Lola Coffee. I haven't even thought to try doing that. Um, there, so cocktail done. Um, entre- I love oysters. So I'm yeah, going to say it's just fresh, natural. Lemon? So lucky. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lemon but none of the vinaigrette monarchy. Yeah, no, yeah. I love lemon, bit of cracked pepper. Yeah. Pepper Boom. on them. Yeah, yeah, I always put cracked pepper. Love. I could, t- yeah, I could do that I reckon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oysters. Um Entree, I see, I've got to say something boss makes because Matt makes like the most amazing food. He makes this like gluten-free gnocchi just from sweet potato with like a white, um, sorry, a, a sage and butter Yum. sauce. Yum. That's so we'll, like my favourite flavour. Let's make that entree, shall we? Yum. Main, oh, what do I love that Matt, like, Matt, oh, he does so much good stuff. Boss actually or, knows that I'm coming over for dinner one night. Well, you <laughs> don't have long. Yeah, um, you'll have to come to Bar and Bay. Yeah. <laughs> have it officially set up, but go for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I nearly said it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, main... But it could be, and also maybe choose one of Matt's meals and then somewhere that you've eaten before. Okay. I okay. feel like you should do that. Okay, you don't so... have to choose Matt just because he edits this, by the way. <laughs> he is freaking amazing. Or like a memorable that. meal or whatever. 
Definitely. Okay. Okay. So got it then. So um, my entree will definitely will stick with the yep. the bosso gnocchi. So mm-hmm. maybe sweet from sweet potato. This meal I actually was in London with Trey. You guys, yeah, are, I think, yeah, a friend yeah. of Trey. So I was in London um, trying to get an agent over there and just really crack that market. And I also I had invested interest. I'd met this guy that I was like fully head over heels for. Mm-hmm. He was 10 years old or he was a musician. And I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd been on my date with him the night before. We hadn't seen each other for a few months, but we only ever hooked up when he came to Melbourne. Of course it was like because he lived in the UK. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And But I was holding out. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to be fully in love with me when he sees me. Rookie error. Oh. Anyway, I get to the dinner with him the night before and he basically just like lets me down softly and is like, hey, I'm seeing someone like. Yeah, and I was like, you could tell me that before I got on a plane and flew 16 million hours. Yeah. Anyway, I was mortified. And I Men! Like, <laughs> but Trey and Lyndon, our friend Lyndon, they were there because oh, yeah, I was actually Lyndon. shooting for Channel 10 because yeah. it was the London Olympics around that time. And they came, so Lyndon came to do all my styling and traded all my makeup. And so because at Channel 10 we were kind of shooting segments for them but it was really easy to just rock up, like shoot ready mm-hmm. because we were like on the ground where the London Olympics was. And so they came on the trip as well and I woke up that next morning and I was like, Trey, he like broke my heart. And I was like literally eating um, chocolate chip cookies from the hotel lobby. (laughs) And Trey's like, babe, you're coming with me. And we went and we found this little hole in the wall restaurant. It had no sign. It just had like a little bit of driftwood. Mm -hmm. I think it was called driftwood, but it had a little piece of driftwood um, at the entrance. Couldn't take your phones. And we ordered this pizza and mine was like a fig with kind of like balsamic and oh, onions, yum. totally had gluten in it and I just devoured it and Trey was like, I can't even talk to you, this is like an orgasm. He was like, this is the best meal I have really? ever had. And so we still talk about that pizza. Wow. I love, see that's why I said I love when there's, I've got one meal in Greece that I had that I will never forget. Yeah. And isn't it funny? And, I, and we will still, I'll see him and be like, do you remember that pizza? And he's like, babe. <laughs> yum. And, and then something dessert. that Matt, what, what did we say what Matt Yeah, this for Maine? Do you want to do that? Yeah, for oh, right. he does. He, yeah, so we've been we've kind of nailed the cauliflower based pizza now. Oh, cool. So we do heaps of like vegetarian pizza and just like I try and make it as healthy as possible. Yeah. And they now have got a cauliflower flour at Woolies that we love. So if you oh. if you don't want to blend yeah, up it's your annoying. own collie, mm. it's a little bit easy to work with. And then dessert, oh, I love carrot cake. Love. Yum. I love the icing on carrot cake. Mate. Matt doesn't. Oh, I'm that's his, the best bit. I'm like, why don't you make me carrot cake? He's like, oh, I don't like that ricotta stuff. I'm like, oh, excuse, the best. excuse me. That is the best part of a carrot cake. My mum totally. makes really good carrot cake. I totally agree with you. So, yeah, I would say that or I coming into Christmas, I'm obsessed with fruit mince pies. Oh, I saw that the other day. <laughs> Gluten-free fruit mince pies. Sign me up. All of them, oh. any type, I'll try them. And that's because my dad and I have always Tradition. had fruit mince pies. I love yeah, fruit mince pies. And watch the carols with Dennis Walter. Yeah, like, cute. Fruit thing. mince pies are the bomb, but I'm fructose, so my stomach doesn't love the sultanas and the dried fruit. <laughs> yes, yeah, really so I'm sure I react to them because, but I'm so like, they're fucking delicious. YOLO. Guys, sometimes you just got to live. Yeah, I know, but man. also you don't want to have diarrhea for the next 10 days. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've definitely paid for yeah, it. Yeah, so. 100%. Bless. Well, thank you very much. I cannot wait to come and hang out with you up in the summer. And yeah. I know, I'm very jealous. But so excited for you. Yeah, and we got this in. This is my last podcast guest before we go to Byron. Woo! And we're so excited. We've wanted to have you on for ages, but COVID. And we're like, we I'm glad to... you saved it for real life. Yeah, because yeah. I, we, I didn't want to. I'm, you've got experience on the Zoom things. It's like, you know, you have to do that. Zoom is hard. Man. It's it's very hard, and it's just it's not as fun. You've got to get your um, actor friend Yasmin. Yeah, is that, that's her yeah, name, right? Because I watched her in Jungle recently. Yes, yes. unreal. Because. I interviewed an actor that was on Jungle as well. Oh. and Oh, was that the one that you just did? Yeah, Joel Jackson. Oh, which character was he? He played Marcus. Like He he had a, like this awesome German accent. Oh, yes, yes. He was amazing. Yeah, he's he's, on, he's like a nighter. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's won like Logies and Actor Awards. I'm like, um, you're like my girl. Like I don't know. <laughs> to the point after the interview. That was on Zoom. That was on Zoom after the interview. Matt's like. You're blushing. Are you okay? And I'm like, he's so handsome. He is, he is a cute. really handsome dude and so nice. And now him and Matt are friends, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's, what, happens. that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> They're now like yeah. besties. And I'm like, we should, do I get yeah. like a hi? <laughs> we should get Yasmin on because she's actually um, back in Australia and she's filming something for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd love to hear her story. Yeah. Her and I did a um, 
Rice Nation? Yeah, in LA together. Oh, oh I think I remember And then that. she took me to Erewhon and we got like these macadamia chocolate things oh, from the back of the Probably shop. Probably $20 yeah. as well. Yeah. And you, the three of us have had meals together. Yes. And then I'd, you'd be like, you need to meet. Crosby. Crosby. Yes. Oh, my God, Get Crosby. him on the pod. Yeah. Look, I've been messaging him for a long time. He writes back and then he doesn't write back. That's the hard thing. I don't know if you found that about podcasts, but negotiating to get someone on can be a pain in the backside. You just go for it. Like you just go for yeah. it. But yeah, I, most people. Most people are good, but also some people that you're going to are my, like friends and it's like I don't want to be too pushy. It's like. Just sell bloody. yourself, market yourself, just be like. Oh, I do, yo. but there's just some people, I've just, some people I have, think I have respect, like Crosby and stuff. I'm just like, yo, like, I don't know. It's, it's growing gets, though. It's Your podcast hard. is growing so fast. So just be like. Gets hard, but we do want him on. Get him. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Cross. <laughs> he won't be, but <laughs> if you but, are. But like, just, you guys are so connected. Like, you've got so many mates. In, are you guys playing Go to America next year? When no. we can. Oh, I mean. Who knows? Well, the wedding that we're supposed to go to has been cancelled. So, I mean, who knows? You can't plan for anything really. Yet. I know. You just got to be nomadic. That's my whole thing. I'm just like, I prefer just that. Yeah. Because it's like, then you just like, oh, we're going to LA in a week. You know what? What's going on there at the moment and the numbers? I'm quite happy in Australia. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Unless we have to go there and stuff, we will, but I'm quite content I, with mm-hmm. being home at the moment. Not to be political, but I think that the new. Yeah. shift the new shift will I think the next like couple of years like I reckon it'll take a year to jig around mm. and undo maybe a bit of shit that might have mm. been done but I reckon one thing about America is like that the reason why they're considered one of the greatest countries in the world the those guys like live the dream like they work hard at a dream they're gonna mm. bounce back yeah and you won't know when it happens you'll be like oh my god it'll be amazing let's wait and see huh Especially 100%. the entertainment industry, I think. All right. Thank you, Lols. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good talk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.